Venus is such an amazing planet, isn't it? I love this planet. It gives me a sense of beauty and also a sense of purpose. And I am a little late, I know. But Venus has gone into a friend sign that is Capricorn and it happened on February 12th. I was on a break when this happened. So I consider it my duty to let you all know what is happening while Venus continues its stay in Capricorn. This is a very good sign for those who are looking to give a legal name to their relationships. So whether it is marriage or a business relationship, whatever you want to get done on paper can happen while Venus makes its beautiful transit in Capricorn. So let's talk about it today. Venus will enter Capricorn on February 12th and it will stay here till March 7th. Generally, Venus is good for Capricorn and it provides general good results. Since it's in a friend sign, Venus remains relatively fine here. Now, the Earth sign of Capricorn doesn't really create elemental issues for the kind and gentle Venus. Also, this sign is owned by Saturn and Venus is good friends with Saturn. This means that we don't really see major issues there either. The only thing that we see here is that Venus becomes a lot more superficial. So it is looking for things that kind of affirm its status. So you might want to buy things. You might want to uh, get new and beautiful things into your life. You might want to upgrade a lot of things like assets. You may want to upgrade, um, let's say, your laptop or your phone or things like that. So it's slightly more superficial but not a Venus that is um, unhappy or not an uncomfortable Venus at all. The real zest of this transit um, is in the fact that Capricorn is the sign of ultimate material achievement. And as I said, it is slightly more superficial because of the Earth element. So Venus is a planet that fundamentally supports material achievement. It supports legal and binding agreements like jobs and business partnerships as well. And it helps you come together with others to create a good life for yourself and the other person too. Therefore, it's a very good time to forge stronger relationships with people around you. And especially if you're looking at stronger relationships in terms of romantic relationships. So if you believe that you can have um, a stronger relationship with your partner, maybe you want to enter a new relationship, maybe you want somebody in your life for that, Venus is in a very good position and at the same time, Venus will provide you with luxuries, enjoyments and comforts as well. So good food, um, good places, um, enjoying good things, buying nice things, all that is supported. Venus talks about women as well. So women who generally have more conservative values, who talk about family and kids and such things will of course be more sought after right now. So women who want to get married, women who want to have kids, they and their ideas gain more prominence right now. Not only this, you could even see a bigger interest in jewelry and dresses, two things that have been connected with both Venus and women. So traditionally, we've seen women wearing a lot of jewelry. I'm, I'm not sure about what happens in your particular uh, communities, in your particular ethnicities, but here in India, women and jewellery are literally synonymous to each other. Women do own assets in the form of jewellery, gold jewellery. It's called Sridhan, right? So beautiful dresses that can be worn by the mother and maybe 
by the daughters as well that can be passed down as heirlooms they are also very popular here in india and i'm sure that there are many cultures around the world that follow something similar you know some similar patterns in terms of jewelry and dresses so all these things are connected with women and with venus and these things gain a lot more prominence so women in general may um, become a lot more interested let's say in buying beautiful jewelry and beautiful dresses and especially women who have a more traditional or a slightly more conservative point of view these women get a lot more attention or let's say they become a lot more vocal about the life that they are living so while venus is in capricorn it will be moving closer to three planets first is the sun then there is mercury and finally there's mars so of course uh, sun and venus will have an almost negligible interaction because the moment venus enters in capricorn is when sun moves out of capricorn so they won't have an interaction as such the only two remaining planets are mercury and mars so here mars will play a more important role because mars will have a conjunction with venus on february 22 this time venus will be able to garner a more solid influence on the exalted mars and help it attract people who stand by its values right so mars as you already know when it enters capricorn it becomes exalted it's not a mars that wants to fight it's a mars that is you know monk like almost this mars knows that it's powerful and it does not want to use its powers randomly okay it wants to preserve its powers like a samurai right or maybe like a martial artist they know that one hit can severely injure and maybe fatally injure somebody else so they try not to indulge in a fight unless and until it's absolutely necessary so that is the kind of mars uh, which becomes exalted in capricorn so mars right now is not in the mood to make venus uncomfortable because venus is gentle and nice and sweet and venus again is in a friend sign so venus also is comfortable so when venus and mars meet when they have a close conjunction of 0 degrees on february 22 it is going to be a less harmful or a less comfort uh, less uncomfortable event uh, than let's say venus and mars conjunction in aries okay or maybe in the sign of uh, scorpio so i consider this a very good time and opportunity for people who want to protect family values um you will see debates and talks around this very topic gaining more prominence too many people will question why they have been single all this time why do they not get married why can't they forget their ex why can't they give people um you know a second chance or maybe the first chance why can't they get a proper legal stamp to their relationship and so on so you've been together for a long time maybe now you want to get married you want that legal stamp now i'm not saying there's some special virtue in getting or not getting married there are no special brownie points in either but right now you want to be with somebody because it is generally okay generally slightly better to you know have a life partner right the planetary energies right now are calling for a union and they are calling for unions that are more traditional slightly more conservative so it's not like getting into a relationship it's about getting married right as something that's more stable something that is socially more viable legally more viable even if it is not very deep you still want something that's stable and traditional and 
legal. So for most of us, uh, this transit will mean a focus on what we want to gain materially. Uh, we may want to dress ourselves up and even create a more beautiful home. You may be willing to engage in festivities and frolic too, because a sense of enjoyment is also heightened here. Um, a lot of people uh, would, uh, especially if they have yogas in their kundli that talk about finding a soulmate, a very, very incredibly small number of people do have certain yogas that talk about finding a soulmate. And it's not necessarily romantic, let me tell you that. Uh, so some people do have those yogas. And if you do have them, then those yogas can be triggered at this moment. So if you've been very, um, you know, hopelessly single for a very long time and you think that you have nobody, but if you still have a soulmate sort of yoga, you may find that person because those events may be triggered uh, because of, uh, you know, Venus and Mars meeting up in Capricorn and other things happening in the sign of Aquarius. Now, who gets affected the most? Of course, Capricorns get affected the most. But since Venus affects us a little differently compared to other planets, I believe we all will be affected by this transit in almost equal measure. So my suggestion for this transit are, number one, let loose and enjoy yourself. Okay, don't feel um, like you're stuck up. Don't feel tense. Just loosen up a bit. Enjoy. Allow yourself a little freedom. Allow yourself to buy a few nice things for yourself. Um, I didn't realize it, but recently I went and I just bought this really nice plate for some reason. I, I just had a look at it and uh, I had to buy it. I couldn't stop myself. Nice blue plate with a beautiful ovalish, uh, you know, shape. And I don't know, it just caught my attention. And since it caught my attention, I had to get it. And similarly, there was this beautiful blanket. I have plenty of blankets, but still I just had a look at it and I had to buy it. As similarly, my friend, she had a look at something. It was a beautiful set of coffee mugs and just couldn't keep her eyes off of it. And, you know, we just ended up getting those. And finally, we didn't even go there, you know, inside the inside the store to to actually get something to decorate the home. We just went there. We just wanted to check things out and we ended up buying vases and, you know, showpieces and tabletop um, accessories and whatnot. So we ended up with a lot of things. So, you know, it suggests that the focus on decorating your home is really heightened. Okay. Number two, if you want to get married and an opportunity arrives, go ahead and do that. If you want to be in a relationship and an opportunity arrives, go ahead and do that. Don't stay in the back because... See, opportunities do keep arriving after regular intervals, but we need to keep our eyes open, right? Sometimes the time is just right and you might want to utilize it right now. And number three, if your aim is to go really high, go ahead and achieve it. Don't stop for things. If you want to decorate your home, go ahead and do it. If you want to achieve something great in career, go ahead and do it. Don't stop yourself. Don't wait for things to happen, right? So good luck to everyone. Take very good care of yourself. And if you ever face an issue, go book a consultation. We can always talk and solve your issues together. All right. Good luck. And let's talk about Saturn and the three planet conjunctions and Mercury's transit into Aquarius in the upcoming episodes. Good luck. Bye-bye. Mercury may be the prince of the planets, but he's also the king of short transits. This time, 
Mercury is gearing up for a very small transit in Aquarius where he will try really hard and eventually fail to avoid the influence of Saturn and Sun. So he will try to move very quickly and not get in touch with these two but eventually he will become a part of this ongoing struggle between the father and son pair of Saturn and Sun. So let's find out how this transit affects us. Mercury will enter Aquarius on February 20th, 2024 and he'll stay here till March 7th. So this transit will barely last half a month or two weeks. When here, Mercury will meet his old bright friend, the Sun, and his restrictive grandpa, Saturn. Here, he'll also see a unique three-planet conjunction with Sun, Saturn and Mercury all sitting together at the same degree in the sign of Aquarius in Shatubhishak Nakshatra. So it's going to be a very interesting pairing uh, while Mercury transits in Aquarius. So first of all, let's talk about Saturn because everything that's going to happen in Aquarius is going to happen because of Saturn. So when positioned in Aquarius, Saturn is in its Moltrakorn sign. And Moltrakorn is the most favorable position for any planet. So Moltrakorn basically refers to a sign and more specifically a certain you know, number of degrees within a sign where a planet feels the most peaceful and he is the happiest. Okay, So Saturn is very comfortable because his Moltrakorn lies between 0 to 20 degrees Aquarius and right now Saturn is at 15 degree Aquarius so he is very comfortable. His peace is being disturbed by the sun who enters uh, the Rashi of his arch nemesis. And this makes Saturn a bit uncomfortable because Saturn becomes combust. So Saturn is fine, he's doing well, but because of the sun, Saturn is unable to make his presence felt. Saturn feels like he's being overshadowed by his father. Okay, And in this very uncomfortable situation enters Mercury. Right? So you know that the sun stands for light, for people who have power, for people who are kings, for people who dictate others, for people who are in authority. And Saturn uh, represents darkness, it represents challenges, it represents people who don't have anything. People who are just like you and me, you know, normal people, regular folks. So of course they are always struggling with each other. So when Mercury comes here, he's like, oh my god. Dad and Grandpa are fighting. I should not be here. I should run away as quickly as possible. And my uncle Mars is not going to help me at all. So I am going to move out of here. So Mercury tries to move very quickly in the sign of Aquarius. But of course, he is a planet that gets very easily influenced. And he will not be able to avoid uh, you know, the struggles of Saturn and Sun. So when moving into Aquarius, it basically wants to focus on big ideas, big things. It's no longer about what is immediate. Instead, Mercury wants to look forward into the future. And why is that so? It's because of the energies of Aquarius. Because Aquarius talks about large network circles. And it also talks about things that are beyond us. So Mercury is like, hey, you guys keep fighting. I would like to focus on what I like to focus on. So it's all about big ideas, getting big things done. However, when there is a presence of a very powerful Saturn, right, because it, it eventually is Saturn's domain. So there is also some sort of fear in our thinking. So we want to think big, but at the same time, we are a bit fearful. 
we want to uh, you know achieve great things but at the same time we are a bit insecure so consider the example of sora the new ai video generator you just enter some text and it will create an amazing realistic video for you it's really hard um to figure out whether this video is real or it is ai generated okay so when when mercury looks at these things he's like wow it's amazing and i really can see how artificial intelligence is going to help us all out and it's going to be amazing probably it's the best thing that happened in the 21st century in terms of technology but then there is also fear that it may not be the best thing for us it may replace content creators it may replace doctors it may replace lawyers it may replace a lot of people now robots may start doing things so on one hand we have a lot of great things a lot of great ideas coming in in the ai space and on in on the other hand we have fear we have insecurities we are dreading what it could bring for us so you see how saturn and mercury work together so now at the same time mercury wants to communicate with people at large so you will see the struggle of power coming to the surface and becoming more accessible to people so what's happening uh mercury is an aquarius he wants to talk to a lot of people he wants to talk about big ideas and he sees that sun and saturn are fighting with each other so he will make this fight and this struggle also known to the world so you shouldn't be surprised if you find some more leaks some more conspiracy theories coming to the surface don't be surprised when people uh, tell you very simple things that end up being very profound so there is a concept like uh, be like water i think bruce lee said this or somebody who's very zen said this be like water so it's very simple right be water but in its essence this this simple statement these two words they're so profound and so powerful so simple communication also gains prominence uh simple communication that can be understood by anyone gains prominence at the same time mass communication gains prominence and even with mass communication stories of struggles between the authority and the people that becomes a lot more prominent okay so as i said there are some great struggles of power coming up right and the struggle will be between insiders and outsiders i talked about this in my saturn combustion episode as well so there is a struggle between insiders and outsiders people who have always been there and people who now want to come and take over people who are old and people who are young people who want to maintain the status quo and people who want to come and disrupt everything and why are we talking about disruption because this is aquarius and aquarius is not just ruled by saturn it's also ruled by rahu that is the north node and north node wants to disrupt everything let's take a small example and maybe things will become a little more clear for you so of course i don't have any personal interest into what is happening in us politics but let's look at two people there is biden president biden and then there is president trump and you know they they both are fighting it out they have done this before as well so what happens here is that biden comes across as a career politician he knows everything he knows a lot of things he knows it like the back of his hand right so he's been there he's an insider and then there is trump who's an outsider so just like saturn just like rahu 
he comes from nowhere and wins the presidential election right and suddenly the world is chaos <laughs> because the world doesn't know how to react to the trump presidency it's it's so for an outsider too it's kind of you know we just don't know how to take it and i'm not sure how it is for americans but for outsiders too it's like okay what just happened <laughs> so it happened it was a huge shock to the world now the whole story i mean uh, uh, fun things aside jokes apart the whole story is about insiders versus outsiders the washington people and the non washington people the people who have been government and the people who have never been government so there is a sort of struggle between the two and that becomes very apparent okay so struggles like this that becomes uh, those struggles become a lot more apparent for us so i think these two serve as very good examples of what sun and saturn when they are fighting with each other um, turn out to be now you will see similar conflicts in the world uh, again between insiders and outsiders and the rational thinking brain will be very confused like who do i follow who should i listen to the combustion of saturn will increase confusion and even fear and of course mercury will also be combusted right so mercury is unable to think rationally and saturn is unable to provide a way of thinking a process of thinking a style of thinking and it is also inducing fear so what's happening here you are unable to use your rational mind your logical brain and you are getting confused you're becoming indecisive and it's becoming difficult to figure things out so eventually whoever is in power whoever has more power will be able to use it to their advantage and that person will come out victorious so it's not about who's right who's wrong whose ideas are cool whose ideas are just boring it's all about who wields more power whoever wields more power will make it right so let's say you enter a new company let's forget about you know large scale things let's talk about us our lives so let's say you enter a new company a new school a new neighborhood if you are able to present yourself in a powerful way not like you want to dominate other people and being aggressive but just being powerful having some sort of personal power if you are able to do that if you are able to assert who you are if you are able to tell people who you are you win so if you go to a new school introduce yourself properly people will know okay this is him or her and they'll make an impression on you and a good impression at that similarly in a new office similarly in a new neighborhood right create an impression don't be too shy don't run away from things be there present yourself as who you are and be assertive about it and things will work out in your favor right so again the idea would be to use your strength of character do you have a powerful character do you have what it takes um to make powerful things happen if yes you will win on the basis of power alone and you'll get rid of all confusion and issues if not if you're unable to make things work stay back don't try too hard right now and follow the lead of someone else who you trust a lot so who's the transit going to affect obviously aquarians aquarians will be affected like anything you haven't seen anything like this before your sign lord is combust in his own sign but he's very much present just invisible so you'll have to find out what you're truly made of are you made of something powerful or are you someone who just blows like an empty plastic bag in the wind this is the most crucial time of your sade sati this is the most crucial decision making point of your sade sati and probably your entire life 
So make the best use of it. Think a little more about these things. And in the next episode, we'll talk about the three planet conjunction of Sun, Mercury and Saturn. Good luck and take care.